It's time now for the complete story with Dick Bott, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here is Dick Bott with today's complete story. Well, my son Rich and I have been doing this program for so long uh, that it kind of seems uh, a little lonely here in the studio. Rich is on location someplace out of the office. Today, I have a chance to visit with some old friends Jerry and Ginger Dallin. They're not as old as I am, but they've been my friends for many, many years. Jerry, how many years is that? It's over 60 years. And here we've been friends all these years. We've grown up, we've lived our lives, and we're still praising the Lord and living for Him. What a testimony that is to the grace of God, by the way. And Ginger, what about you? Well, I'm not quite as old as you guys, and I was a child bride. (laughs) That's what I know. (laughs) How long have you and Jerry been married? We have been married for 54 years, it'll be, in October. I want to talk about that, but I want to start with the very first song, I Thank My Savior for It All. Before we do that, we want to say a word about the song. Well, the message of the song, we're just grateful that the Lord has allowed us to be able to sing this song. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, let's listen to it. We'll enjoy it. There's a million things I'd like to do to serve my Lord. There's a million sinful pleasures I cannot afford. All the worldly things I might achieve, though great or small, I will thank my God because I know He owns it all. When the sun sun goes down, I thank my God. In the fall or spring, I thank my God. When it seems like troubles turn me aside, I can ask for help, I'll not be denied. When it seems my work has been in vain, then I think of the price when Christ was slain. Every morning, evening, noon, or night matters not what may befall. I will sing and thank my Savior for it all. When the time shall come for me to go to meet my King, when it seems that I can almost hear the home bells ring, I shall then review the worldly deeds that I have done. And will thank my God that He conducted everyone. When the sun sun goes down, I thank my God. In the fall or spring, I thank my God. When it seems like troubles turn me aside, I can ask for help, I'll not be denied. When it seems my work has been When Christ was slain Every morning, evening, noon or night Matters not what may befall I will sing and thank my Savior for it all Jerry, uh, do you remember Bill Bright, I'm sure uh, Who started Campus Crusade for Christ And he's home to be with the Lord now for many years. But before he died, I had an opportunity to visit him, and I asked him to go back through it all. And would he do it over again and serve the Lord with the years that God gave him? 
in the way he did. And it was so beautiful because he said, yes, yes, I certainly would. And that's the way I suppose you folks feel. Speak to me about that. Yeah, we've, we've talked about it many times, Dick. If we had the opportunity to do this ministry again, would we do it? And we've always said over and over again, yes, we would do it. How did you choose the, the name of your singing together all these years, the Songmasters? Where did that come from? It came from somebody that came to Souls Harbor That's from Nashville <laughs> who sang in a, a group in uh, Nashville, and he came to s- sing at Souls Harbor, and he started a quartet, which I was a part of, and when he left married somebody in the church and moved to Canada with his wife, I said, would you mind if we continued to use the songmaster name? And he said, it's, it's all yours. Yeah, I love that. And you and Jerry were singing together for the Lord long before you were married. Tell us about yeah. it. Yes. Actually, we sang for six and a half years before we got married. You were just kids. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, I was speaking in a women's meeting uh, about a month ago, and they asked the question, how is it that you were able to be married 53 years and sing together for 60 years and have, you know, keep it going? And I really had to think about that because I never had thought that deeply about it. And I came up with this, and I really believe it's true, that the Lord gave us a passion for what we do. Mm. And it's really interesting because early on, uh, Jerry likes to kind of hold my hand in the concert while we sing sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I said to him one night, don't hold my hand today. And he said, well, why? And I said, well, uh, because I'm mad at you. And he <laughs> said, well, what are you mad at? And I said, I don't remember. I, I just remember that I'm mad. <laughs> but, you know, it, it encouraged me to think this way that you have this passion for what you do, as it turned out for us, and we feel that the Lord has given us a mandate that you can't stay mad and you can't get all entailed, stay entailed in your daily problems. because, And that can be with any passion in your life. If you're passionate about it enough, it will drive you. And I really believe that's what's driven us for 60 years. In our listening audience right now, there are people that are young in their 20s and they're looking ahead in their life and there will be the valleys. There will be the moments. That's just part of life. And God will use those mountains, so to speak, to make us stronger, to make us more devoted and to each other, by the way, as well as to him. And that's really nice, isn't it? When the two people serve the Lord together, it's pretty hard not to be then on the same path with the same focus. Exactly. And, um, and the mountains that God puts in our way. I'm just thinking of all of the people I know right now who know that in the next few days or the next few weeks or a couple of months or whatever, uh, you know, they've got to they've got to go through some difficult times. But it's that mountain, it's that struggle that God uses to make us stronger. And you folks have recorded a song about that. Lord, don't, don't move, move that mountain. the mountain. <laughs> it's for mountain. our benefit. Here it is. Lord, here I am again, down on my knees in prayer. And Lord, you promised me that you would always meet me there. Now there's a mountain up ahead that I can't seem to climb. But I'm praying for the strength to try it one more time. 
For if you should move each mountain, I might grow weaker every time. And just as your son Jesus took that cross of Calvary's hill, oh Lord, don't move that mountain so I may better do your will. might forget to pray and if there were no trials Lord I might even stray but I know the higher the mountain the sweeter the victory oh Lord ever remind me that you will walk beside of me mountain, I might grow weaker every time. And just as your son Jesus took that cross of Calvary's hill, oh Lord, don't move that mountain so I may better do your will. So I may better do your will. You see, you see, and that's a hard prayer. It's very difficult to pray that prayer, Lord, don't move that obstruction, don't move that mountain, don't move that difficulty. It's very hard to pray that, and yet the Lord will use that to make you stronger. It's through the struggles of life, not the victories. It's through the struggles of life that we learn to trust him even more. Would you say you relate to that? Absolutely. You know, and being saved as a little kid, I was eight years old when I gave my heart to the Lord in daily vacation Bible school. So we should never minimize those ministries. But And I hadn't done a lot of sin by then other than be sassy kid <laughs> and get my face slapped a lot of times. <laughs> but I still asked the Lord to forgive my sin, and then he gave me this passion for my life. You were eight years old. Where were you? Where were you raised, Ginger? I was raised in God's country. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's disputable. <laughs> and up uh, in the uh, tip of Minnesota, the, the Arrowhead, it's called Lake Superior. My dad was a commercial fisherman on Lake Superior. Lived in a little town called Grand Marais, Minnesota. Was he a Christian? He was a Christian. In fact, he got all of his mail back then. The Baptist fisherman, Grand oh. Marais, Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? But he was a real witness, and they used to say about him that he fishes, but he fishes for men, mm. for Jesus. So he was yeah. a witness. He was a commercial fisherman, and a lot of people do various things. Some people are carpenters, some people are accountants, some people are salespeople. But the important thing in each and every case, you are a witness to the faith that is within you. 
And that's what you do. You don't argue with people. You don't get into arguments or fights or anything like that. That doesn't please the Lord at all. But you're a witness to the faith that is within you. And that's what you're describing when you're talking about your father. Yes, and I had a, I got this passion that I'm talking about today. Uh, when I was a little kid, I would sit on the front row and listen to the you know various different evangelists come, like the Palermo brothers and people like that. And uh, I thought, man, I, w- I want to do that someday. And I never realized until I was 15, they asked me to do a solo in church. And, um, boy, I, I didn't know if I could sing or not, but here's a song. I want to just do a little bit oh, of do it. it. <laughs> I don't know about tomorrow. I just live from day to day. I don't borrow from its sunshine, for its skies may turn to gray. I don't worry o'er the future, for I know what Jesus said, and today I'll walk beside him, for he knows what is ahead. Many things about tomorrow I don't seem to understand, but I know who holds tomorrow, and I know who holds my hand. Mm. And that's the first solo ever. I wish everybody listening to this could be in the studio with us and see this moment when somebody is just singing out of their heart, remembering at a time when they were a child what was on their mind in their heart at that time. Uh, so you can't be in the studio with us, but maybe you can visualize it. This is wonderful. And you were just a child. Fifteen. I was fifteen. Uh, is that right? Mm-hmm. And you didn't know what was ahead? No. You didn't know about this guy, Jerry Dallin, down the road? <laughs> he was growing up so <laughs> handsome, and I didn't even know it. <laughs> he right. was waiting for me. Folks, we're talking to Jerry and Ginger Dallin of the Songmasters. Minneapolis, Minnesota, but you travel all over this part of the country. I suppose wherever people are listening and they want more of your music, there's a place for them to get it, the Songmasters. And, uh, well, if you had a pencil, folks, I'd give you their phone number because you're not very sophisticated with a big website and all kinds of things like that, but you do have music available if people contact you, right? Mm -hmm. So here's the, want me to give their phone number? And the PO number. 763... That's the area code. And then 544-6159-763-544-6159. How many songs have you recorded? We have recorded 330 songs. Yeah. Doesn't seem possible. We've memorized 400. 400, right? Yeah. All right, now wait a minute. You've memorized 400 songs. songs right. So when you're singing... In a church, in a banquet, wherever you're singing, it isn't as though you've got to have your words in your book and, and your notes and all that sort of thing. It really, when you commit it to your memory and commit it to your heart, it really just springs there from, doesn't it? It does. It doesn't seem like last week. Yeah. We did a concert, and we sang 18 songs by memory. And so well, Usually our concerts are about 18 to 20 songs. 20 songs, yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, the music is available, plus 
you may check with them to see if you'd like to have them come for a concert. Now, should I give the post office box yes, now? Yes, absolutely. Well, it's a post office box. You ready, folks? 41044. 41044, Minneapolis, Minnesota. And the zip code is 55441. Man, that's too many. Of course. <laughs> that's too many numbers for somebody my age to remember. But we'll give it again a little later in the program. You can have a, you can have a pencil ready, uh, Mr. Producer Ken Monroe. I want our listeners to hear um, what other listeners have called in on the listener comment line. And uh, first of all, here's a lady for goodness' sake, who who commutes 100 miles every day. I can't imagine that. Here it is. Yes, my name is Sheree, and I have been blessed by Bot Radio since 2000 while driving 100 miles a day, five days a week for eight years on a commute. And it's blessed me immensely. I especially like Tony Evans. I like Jack Graham and Pastor Hibbs and especially uh, Jan Markell. So many that I tune into, and I do not even have a television. I only have quality radio because of Bot, and I share everything I learn with others. And so the kingdom has been expanded by your radio station. Bless the bot family. Thank you so much. And I live in Grandview, Missouri. Bye-bye. Oh, you know, I don't hear any woe is me in her voice at all. I mean, a hundred mile a day commute. Oh, man. But listen to her. She's spending that time listening to the word of God being preached by the Bible teachers that she wants to hear. She's hungry for that, and that helps her. That helps her through the day. Well, now listen, you folks recorded a song, Stand by the River. Ginger, tell me about that song. What are the circumstances? The circumstances are, when you get there, if you get there before I do, stand by the river and wait for me because I'm coming. Is that right? Yeah, that is. It's a great song. You know, there's many people listening right now who will relate to that. I know many people who know that in the next month or two or whenever. And then there's a lot of other people, of course, that don't know. I mean, accidents happen and things happen. And you never know, but it's so important to be able to put your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, knowing that he does know. And here's the song. The road's been long and I'm a little bit weary. A lot of miles behind me. But home's a lot nearer I got one more crossing It's a long way over Why don't you stand by the river Wait for me Come on and stand by the river Lord and hold my trembling hand Cradle me sweet Jesus From the cold dark sinking sand This one trip I can't take alone I'm kinda anxious to get on home So stand by the river Wait for me the hills and the mountains in the middle of a desert you placed a fountain stand by me Jesus through the cold deep water come on and stand by the river wait for me come on and stand by the river Lord and hold my trembling hand cradle me sweet Jesus from the cold dark sinking sand if I can't take alone, I'm kinda anxious to get on home. So stand by the river, wait for me. Why don't you 
river, Lord, and hold my trembling hand. Cradle me, sweet Jesus, from the cold, dark, sinking sand. This is one trip I can't take along. I'm kind of anxious to get on home. So stand by the river. Stand by the river. Stand by the river. Wait for me. Stand by the river. Stand by the river. Stand by the river, wait for me. Why don't you stand by the river? Stand by the river. Stand by the river, wait for me. That's right. Isn't that a blessing when you can say, I will see you on the other side, where we will live forever. I mean, this is... Folks, this is a promise. This is a promise. It's in the Bible. Why don't you read it? Why don't you know it? And then put your faith and trust in him who knows everything and loves you more than you could possibly even love yourself. It's just a wonderful thing to be a Christian, isn't it? Jerry, when did you become a Christian? I know you were raised in a Christian home. My son Rich has said many times, but being raised in a Christian home no longer makes you a Christian personally than being raised in a garage makes you an automobile. And it was just it was just something that caught his little nine-year-old heart as being so logical. And that was the thought that came to his mind when he became a Christian. What is your testimony? I've I've came to know the Lord at a young age of eight years old, back at the same church where we we attended mm-hmm. together. And when I was a boy, yeah, and it it just been seemed like I've grown up knowing the Lord all these years, and and I love that song, "Stand by the River." And it seemed like a couple of years ago when I had my heart attack, I was really counting and standing by the Lord each yeah. and every day yeah. and to, to bring me through, which he has. And so it's been such a joy to serve the Lord in this ministry. And, and when I think back when I was in school, it seemed like I, I thought so much about the sports. I mean, I was in baseball and football and basketball, but then after that, I got out of school I, I started singing in in the choir back at Souls Harbor and then into this ministry. And what a joy it has been to serve the Lord all yeah, these years. Yeah. Can well, I share a blessing? Oh, please How do. much time do we have here? Oh, we got plenty oh, of time. Okay. Yeah, well, you know, uh, even early on, you forget about all the blessings that the Lord sends your way. And this is early on when the kids were, and the kids are now 47 and 49, our daughters. But they were like uh, five and seven at the time. And I had gone home to Grand Marais uh, to visit my, my mother and dad, and uh, Jerry stayed at, back at home in, uh, many, in, in Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Yeah, and coming back, so it was just me and the girls. We had a really long van, and it was that was in the day before cell phones and all of that stuff. It, we didn't even have a CB uh, at the time. So anyway, we were driving back, and uh, we get back about, uh, say, an hour from Minneapolis, and all of a sudden, the van just flat out stopped. And I thought, oh, man, what am I going to do? I mean, I can't reach them. What am I going to do? Well, I told the little kids, I said, now, you guys stay in the van. You stay in the van. Do not get out, because this is on a busy freeway, and I got to flag somebody down. So I got out, and I went to the back of the van, and at that just moment within uh, five seconds, I see this big semi coming down the road, 
and he was like about a half a half a mile away. And as so, I'm going to flag him down. But as he got to my van, he just pulled into my off the the road, and he just flat out stopped. I mean, just stopped on a dime like that. And I'm I'm petrified. And as he gets out, he jumps out of the cab and he he points his finger at me and he says, "You." You're a singer. You are a gospel singer. A uh, 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 Jerry, 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 and and Ginger. I said, and he said, yes, you've been in my church. And I said, oh wow. And he said, well, let me do this. Let me go ahead and I'll flag down the uh, highway patrol and I'll call uh, a garage in town, and I'll get them out here. So I got back in the van, and I didn't realize that we had given Jerry for Christmas a little, one of those uh, CBs that doesn't really do much. But I thought, <laughs> I don't even know how to use this thing. So I thought, uh, well, it looks like a cigarette lighter thing. So I plugged it in there and uh, started fiddling around with the buttons. And I saw, I think it was number nine, and it said red on it. So I plugged in there, and all of a sudden I heard this booming voice, Ginger. And I thought it was the Lord coming from me right then. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, yes, yes. And I'm punching all these buttons. And um, he said, this is your friendly truck driver. And he said, I just want you to know that uh, the highway patrol's on the way and the garage is on the mm-hmm. way. And as it turned out, it was an alternator. But I thought, I was telling the story the other day, and people said, that is a big deal. If it had been five seconds too early, five seconds later, it might not have happened that yeah. way. And that's mm-hmm. how the Lord does things for yeah. us, and we don't even realize All it. All right, listen, we've got to get out of here in just a minute now, but I want to give their phone number again. The Songmaster, 763-544-6159. And for those of you who want to write, it's Post Office Box 41044, 41044, Minneapolis, Minnesota, 55441. Listen, we're going to have to get out of here. Maybe we can start this next song, and we'll have to fade it off. But I just feel I want to, I want to include it. This is the time I must sing. I have tasted freedom, I can go where he's leading, for shackles can hold me no more. I have learned of life's essence, and I stand in his presence, sing with my heart, he is Lord. There are days filled with sorrow and plans for tomorrow, This is the time I must sing, and I know there's a reason. All right, folks, well, we run out of time. We always run out of time too soon. This is Dick Pott with this chapter of The Complete Story as a public service, and see you later. 